having a soldier's attitude. Amen. Having a soldier's attitude. Amen. Having a soldier's attitude. Amen. And this is very interesting to me because I had studied three different things that I wanted to teach on tonight. I really did. But this is the one that the Holy Spirit was allowing me to teach. I don't know why. Maybe because I was a soldier before. And maybe because I understand what being a soldier is all about. And so maybe the relationship that I had being a soldier and to the relating to our writer tonight telling us that you therefore must endure hardship. Now, I know that being a soldier, many soldiers before me, when they went to war, that, that was considered a hardship. Amen. Uh, because when you're in war and when you're a soldier, you, you have to fight no matter if it's hot, no matter if it's cold, come on, no matter if it's raining, no matter if it's snowing, if it's in an earthquake, in a tornado, however, you have to endure those moments. Why? Because now you are enlisted in the army. And when I was in the army, listen to me, and when I was in the army, we had to go and do little small trainings. And hear what I'm saying to you. I was in the in, in Seoul, Korea, South Korea. Uh, my first year of duty, I was in South Korea. And they had these hills and mountains. And we would go up into these hills and mountains and have these little war practices. But we were shooting live rounds. <laughs> Y'all ain't talking to me. But we would go. And it did not make a difference what the weather was. We were out in the field. You, there, there's no, there wasn't no time uh, to shave and get haircuts and all kinds of stuff. We out in dirt, mud, snow. We had to pitch up tents. Come on. We slept outside. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. We slept two to a tent outside. On the ground where there's bugs and all kind of stuff. But we had to endure that. Why? Because now we have been enlisted. And so we had to do what we had to do to endure hardship. Amen. But look at what he said, though. You have to endure hardship as what a good soldier. See, a good soldier <laughs> was one who didn't complain. Now, when I first, can I say this? When I first joined the army, when I first joined the army, I wasn't being a good soldier. I, I, I wasn't trying to endure no hardship. And check this out. We weren't even out in the field. We were just in basic training. Doing basic PT, physical training. 
getting up early, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, doing exercises. I wasn't being a good soldier. I was upset all the time. I was mad all the time. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do that. And 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 then I I, I always try to figure out why was I always in trouble. And now I know, thank you, the spirit of because you wasn't being a good soldier. You wasn't trying to endure. <laughs> you you was trying to make it harder, not only for yourself, but you was making it harder for your platoon. Hear me. And so I had to learn. Watch this. So learning how to endure is very important. And see, this is why you have to go through basic training. So that when you get out in the field. Now, it is different from basic training when you get in the lab. The real thing is way different. We was in South Korea. It was different when I was in Fort Benning, Georgia. Come on, talk back to me. Airborne school was different than airborne units. Huh? When we got to Seoul, Korea, it was different. We, we dealt with things different. There was a real enemy then, see, at basic training, the only enemy I had was myself. <laughs> uh, come on, talk to me. Be because I didn't want to endure the hardship as a good soldier. But when I got over to South Korea, because I came through the basic training, by the time I got through the basic training and to graduation, I was a good soldier. And see, this is why James, yeah, thank you, Holy Ghost. This is why James tells us that count it all joy <laughs> when you fall into all types of temptations. Count it all joy. Why? Because it's going to prove some stuff in you. It's going to build some stuff in you. It's going to put some stuff in you you thought you didn't have and the stuff you thought you didn't have is going to come out of you. See, I didn't think I had it to be a good soldier. But watch this. Then I start seeing <laughs> the benefits of being a good soldier. I start understanding as the weeks went by. Because now, watch this. Now, no matter how it's acting, I already knew I wasn't going back home. They weren't letting me out. Come on, talk back to me. I'm enlisted. Four years plus eight after. So I wasn't getting out. So I had to learn how to endure. And because then I began to understand where I was and I began to understand what I was doing. I began to understand what I was in. Then it had been it dawned on me to allow what I was in to begin to work for me instead of against me. So, I had to learn how to endure. I had to learn to be okay with getting up at 3 and 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning, getting fully dressed and going out walking with an M16 A1 rifle in my hand to a rifle range that's 4 and 5 miles away from the, um, from, from the barracks. I had to learn how to endure that hard 
how to make where I was work for me, the easier and the more beneficial it came to me. Because I remember this one time, because I was in, in the army, me and my best friend went, me and James went, that's my best buddy. Me and James, we went on the buddy system, right? So we marching, and he said, you know, uh, they call me a uh, private Christian, and you know, a uh, private Christian can sing. You know, he in, the, he in church. <laughs> now, we marching now. Watch this. We marching. And so, Drill, I, I'll never forget the day, his, his name was Drill Sergeant Ruff. Amen. Little skinny guy, Ranger. Tough though. His name just on rough. And he called me out. And he said, You can sing? I said, A little bit. Just on, I'm in the choir. I was in the choir at church. He said, All right. He said, I want you to lead this uh, platoon. Now, it was about three or four platoons out there. So, in each one, it's like 30, 40 guys. Amen. So it's about a hundred or something or more guys out there that I'm leading. Come on, y'all, they said them back to me. I'm leading about 140-something dudes, keeping them in tune, keeping them in step. Because why? Because now I have learned how to endure the hardship as a good soldier. Instead of it being um, something that I didn't like, turned into something that was a benefit for me. And so then every now and then every morning sometimes they would have me to, to do the cadence when we were running. Amen. It was benefit to me. Then I get extra food and milk. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. Get an extra dessert. Ain't got to do no guard duty. Come on, talk back to me. Ain't got to do no kitchen duty. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. Because now I have learned how to endure the hardship as a good soldier. So I got away from the idea of I ain't got to do all of this to say, man, if I just go ahead and do it, look what I can get. Extra telephone time. You ain't saying them back to me. Because now I have found out. That what I was in. I could either. Be disconnected. Or I can be connected. Come on. So being a good soldier. First of all. you When you're a good soldier. You have to learn. How to follow. What is it that you have to follow? Instructions. Let me tell you this. We went to the rifle range. You got to learn how to follow instructions. You got to be able to hear. When the drill sergeant is talking. You got to be able to hear. When the Lord is talking to you. Did not Jesus say my sheep know my voice? And another they would not what? Follow. So, in this life, dealing in COVID, this is a hardship. Come on, talk back to me. And we have to endure it as a good soldier. Because when it's time to be engaged in warfare, you have to be able to distinguish the voice of the one who's leading you and calling out orders from somebody else. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? 
Look what it said now. Now, can I say this? So being a good soldier, enduring hardship as a good soldier, you, you have to be able to follow instructions and listen to detail. You have to be able to. Now remember, uh, we went to a rifle range. We went to a rifle range. And uh, we were standing and we were waiting our turns, amen, to get on the range to shoot. Amen. If you believe this message has been a blessing to you, please begin to share it. Amen. We got on the range. And um, before we got up to our uh, targets and, and crouched down, amen, into a low prone position to begin to fire. Before we went in, our drill sergeant, I remember his name. His name was Drill Sergeant Brooks. Amen. He began to give us instructions. And he told us how to load the uh, rifles. They showed us how to take it off safety. Come on here. Uh, and then the number one rule he told us, he said, now whenever you are on the range, you have live rounds. These were real bullets in these rifles. Listen to me. He said, when you're on the range, never ever point your weapon at anybody. He says if you're on the range. And you have to get up. And if someone is calling you. You put the rifle on safety. And you place it down. I remember. One of our buddies. He called him. And he turned around. With the rifle in his head pointed right at the drill sergeant. Drill sergeant took it, threw him down to the ground. And took him off the range. Why? Because apparently he did not hear what the drill sergeant told him. So when you're enduring as a good soldier, you have to be able to be a follower. A follower of instructions. You have to be able to hear what is being said to you. The Bible says, just don't be a hearer of the word. See, he just heard. He said, don't just be a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word. And right now in this life, we have to do the word of God. If his words say do, then we do. We just can't hear it. We just can't hear where uh, the Lord is my light and my salvation to whom shall I fear, whom shall I be afraid and never go nowhere and do nothing. That's not doing the word of God. Now, I ain't saying you got to get out there and put yourself in harm's way, but I'm saying don't lock yourself up in a place and never trust God by going out. If he's your fortress and your refuge, then you have to trust him all the way. Watch this. So you have to be a follower. Listen to the instructions and the details because God will not allow you to get in something where he cannot pull you out of. Amen. Look at what the writer said. He said, you therefore must, must. This was not a suggestion from Paul. To Timothy. But the word must carries a sense of requirement or a command. 
You must trust in God. <laughs> he said this is a must. This is a requirement. Faith is a requirement. Trust is a requirement. There was something that Timothy had to do. And Paul would tell him to do it. He said, what is it that they got to do? I must endure hardship as a good soldier. Timothy must take the attitude of a soldier who expects to endure hardship for their cause. No real soldier, watch this, or at least no good soldier ever gave up simply because some hardship came to them. So just because the job lets you go, <laughs> you just don't write yourself off. That just because the relationship is gone, you just don't give up on it. You, I mean, not that relationship, but you don't give up on love. Just because they don't want you at that job, that don't mean you don't go out and search for something else. Endure hardships as a good soldier. You don't give up just because things don't seem like they're working your way. Let all things, all things, hear me now, all things work together. Everything work together. So you don't give up just because the sun ain't shining on your house. <laughs> when we were in Seoul, Korea, I, I didn't give up. In basic training, I, didn't, I wanted to stop. I wanted to give up. I wanted to go home, but I didn't. I endured. And because I endured, I got benefits of it. So no good soul. Ever just gave up simply because some hardship came to them. Here's, can I say this to you? Can I say this to you? Listen to me very carefully. You have to know what you're signing up for. Come on, talk back to me. See, when you have the attitude of a soldier, you know what you're signing up for. Nobody signs up for an army or air force or marines or Navy, and don't ever think a war is never going to break out. Don't ever think you're going to have to go somewhere because when you sign up, that's what you sign up for. So many people out here on job saying, no, nah, I ain't signing up for this. This above my pay grade. This this is something. No, that ain't done. No, 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 no. That ain't above your pay grade. If you see it, you can do it. I didn't sign up for this. Well, what you signed up for? I hear people say that all the time. On jobs, in churches. Come on, talk back to me. In the community, in their own homes. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, this ain't what this is. Well, then what is it? You, you thought it was going to be cake all the time? No. You have to endure hardship, not only as a Christian, but you have to do endure hardship as a father, as a mother, as an uncle, as a niece, as a son, as a daughter. You have to endure hardship. But after the hardship, I promise you, there is a blessing. 
There is a blessing. <laughs> Ask David. Watch this. In the same way, if a believer is not willing to endure hardship, then they will never accomplish much for Jesus Christ. Can I say that again? If a believer is not willing to endure hardship, they will never accomplish much for Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Watch this. Can I say this? And I'm gone. Thank you. This is uh, my Enduring World Commentary that I'm reading all this good stuff out of. Amen. Listen to me. When I signed up to the army, when I signed up in the army, I already knew that all my rights and privileges of who I was and what I wanted to do for me was gone. That means, watch me now, that means all them times I had to get up at three, I had no choice. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. I didn't have a choice. Why? Because I signed up for it. Even though when I signed up, they didn't put all that in the, in the, in the contract. But I signed up for it. All those long runs we did, 20 mile runs, 25 mile runs, fully dressed in Seoul, Korea on the DMZ. Even though it wasn't in the contract, I signed up for it, whether it said it or not. And when we became Christians, Jesus told us, he said, now in this world, watch me now, in this world, you're going to have trials and tribulations. He didn't cut the corners with you. He said, you're going to have them. They're going to come your way. But Paul said, I need you to endure. Then Jesus said, even though you're going to have them, cheer up, I've overcome the world. See, there's a benefit for enduring. <laughs> There's a blessing at the end of endurance. James said it builds patience, and so that you won't be want nothing when it's all over said and done with. Marvin said, "Can I say it again?" He said, "I'm better. I'm stronger. I'm wiser now after I have endured hardship." Yes, you may lost your father. That's a hardship. But you endured. You lost your mother. It's a hardship. But you endured your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, somebody you knew. You lost somebody. It's a hardship. Watching these children die in the streets of Chicago is a hardship. But if we endure, there will be a blessing. Seeing mothers gunned down with children in the car. We have to endure this hardship. Sad though it may be. But we have to endure this hardship. We have to take it and have a soldier's attitude that no matter what comes, what may happen, I got to see it through. And this is how you do it. Watch this. So here's what I had to do. Because I was a soldier, watch this, and I had to deny everything about myself. All of my pleasures, all of my desires was out the window. It's whatever Uncle Sam was telling me to do. If I had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, guess what? I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. If I had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, guess what? I had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. If I had to get fully dressed and go out there and run 10 miles, guess what I had to do? Get up and get fully dressed and go run 10 miles. I All of the things that I wanted to do was gone. 
And that's what a good soldier does. Don't you know that's a hardship? To deny yourself, that's a hardship. Why? Because there's so many things you want to do. <laughs> but because I was in the army, I couldn't just do what I wanted to do. Because I tell you what, I tell you what I did. Watch this. This is what happened. When I got to Texas, after I was done in South Korea, they sent me to uh, Fort Hood, Texas. Got to Fort Hood, Texas. Still young, about 20-something years old. Still young, doing stuff I ain't had no business doing. Messing up all kind of ways, man, I'm telling you. Got down there. I decided to go down to Belton, Texas. I met a little girl down there. Amen. I decided to go down there. Amen. I hung out for about two, three weeks. Nobody in, the, nobody in my platoon knew where I was. And so they call that AWOL. Y'all heard me talk about this before. Asking would I leave. Nobody knew where I was but a couple of guys. And so after a while, my, my uh, platoon sergeant came and got me. And because they came and got me, I was labeled AWOL. But they came and got me, so I had to get an Article 15. When I got an Article 15, they demoted me a little bit, took a little bit of my money. Amen. Uh, took a little bit of my money. And I had extra duty for 30 days. 30 days I had extra duty. So here's what I'm saying. When you go outside of the protection in which you are in, when you decide to go out and do things on your own, you find yourself in a rut. You find yourself in a hog pen. Come on. When you begin to step outside of where you are, believing that you have enough strength and enough power to do what you want to do, you're going to find yourself in a hog pen. And that's where I found myself, in a hog pen. 30 days in a hog pen because I decided to go AWOL. And don't you know, there are a whole lot of Christians have went spiritual AWOL. Please share this. There's a lot of Christians, a lot of pastors, a lot of preachers, a lot of ministers, a lot of prophets, a lot of apostles, a lot of bishops. They don't want AWOL, spiritually AWOL. Not where you're supposed to be. And I ain't talking about physically, I'm talking about a spiritual position. See, I wasn't where I was physically. So they labeled me AWOL. Watch this. And because they couldn't see me. But how many of y'all know that we can, there's somebody we can still see. There's a whole lot of people we can still see. But they're AWOL mentally and spiritually. AWOL. And folks, marriages, folks that went AWOL. You ain't got to say nothing back to me. On jobs. They may be there, but they AWOL. <laughs> Parents are AWOL. Come on here. Governors, presidents, aldermen, all the women, some policemen, some firemen. There's a whole lot of people around this world that went AWOL. But still in a position, but ain't really there. Because they have not decided. To deny themselves. <laughs> they still want to go. Their own way. 
heard about this story one time. This man was driving on the two-lane street, one going south and one going north. And so he decided that he didn't want to go south no more. <laughs> oh, Lord. So what he did, he decided to go north on the south side of the street. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. And because he was driving north on the south end of the street, he caused an accident. And listen to me. When you decide to go AWOL spiritually, physically, mentally, you're going to cause an accident somewhere. You have to be able to get out of you so that you will be able to do the things God called you to do. A good soldier does not respond to emotion. A follower of Christ is not led by the flesh. He is led. She is led. They are led by the spirit. You got to have a soldier's attitude. A real soldier's attitude. No matter what comes. You have to endure like a good soldier. I didn't even get to the next part of the message. Can we do a part two? I know this stuff be getting good. Can we do a part two? Amen. We're going to do part two. Amen. Thursday. Amen. Thursday we're going to do a part two. Amen. Uh, so come back. Amen. If you believe 